and off kids play with. Shoes and sandals for the Long family. Long Talk Radio. Betting collections are 40. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. So humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the teeth. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, Mm -hmm. the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know. <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't it be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I was just, I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh I was my talking. God!
Hello, everybody. Oh, gosh. Been a little crazy, but uh, that's okay. It is Thursday, April 4th, 2013. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Hopefully everyone has had themselves a wonderful day, because I know I have been truly blessed. And feeling a lot better. So we had some nice rain, cleared out the, you know, cleared the air out here in Florida. Much needed rain, to say the least. Lots of great changes coming in, uh, in store over at the center as well. And if you happen to be in the area, don't forget, on Sunday, we have the Witch Swap. Bring your witchy items, metaphysical items that you no longer need. Uh, we have some tables available and everything else, too. And swap. Find somebody else something and say, hey, I've got this. We take this for it. Or, you know, see what you've got and swap things out and all. And you can even barter uh, for, you know, for a good price for something. So it's going to be interesting. I think we got like 35 people bringing stuff. So it's going to be really good. And at the same time, at 1 o'clock, we have our Sunday service. And at 3 o'clock, we have our um, psychic development class with uh, Reverend Carlos. So it's going to be a very fun-filled Sunday. And we're going to be getting more days like that. Where we're going to be having multiple events going on at the same time. So because we're just growing and expanding, and we have because you know we have two different we have two different shows tonight. Uh, we have our earlier show and we have our late night show. So we have uh, many different things going on over at the center as well. So. Never know what's going on, so visit. Uh, you can visit, visit either of the websites, BeTheLightChapel.com or BeTheLightSpiritualAndWellnessCenter.com. And um, check it out, because we only do the best of the best everywhere, and the show is no exception. Because tonight we have with us... The, okay, switchboard just flickered on me. We have the wonderful and the beautiful astrologer and numerologist, Sharita Starr. Hello, Sharita. Good evening, Michael. How are you? Doing wonderful, dear. How have you been? Oh, you know, uh, spring has sprung, even though the temperatures aren't quite there yet, but they're getting there. And, um, yeah, things are things are rocking and rolling. Well, that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am uh, what I guess at this point I've been coined with the phrase, I'm a psychic of the planet. Um, after talking to me for a little while and you give me your day and month of birth, uh, I I know enough of what has happened, maybe not in, you know, red cars or white this or that, or how some uh, psychics tend to talk about your life. But um, I certainly would tell you the action that has been going on in your life Um affirming what has transpired, what's gone on, and uh, people go, well, how do you know that from me telling you the day and the month I'm born on? So um, this is what I do is I fuse astrology and numerology together. I've also written a book called It's All in the Name. Uh, This is devoted to the subject of lexigrams, which, of course, does uh, tie in how it relates to astrology and numerology, but the art of lexigramming is taking words, names, and titles. It's anagramming them and then the art of lexigramming is phrasing those anagrams like poetry or prose to tell a story or to spell out the truth about whatever it is that you want to examine. So it's the third secret that I um, 
fuse into the astrology and numerology. And uh, with all of those three practices, we really can get a very interesting bird's eye view about any life, entity, date, start date of anything. If you want to talk about your business, you want to talk about whatever it is that you want to initiate, you want to talk about the day you got married, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, the young, the old, everyone in between. And um, I should say the young and the wise. <laughs> and uh, so that's what we do. We can just appropriate why and affirm what's happened and then forecast what will happen because your free will determines what happens. If you ever let a psychic tell you what to do with your life, you're giving away your own power. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's so many people that go ahead and do that. I know. We call them psychic junkies, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, um, what I, you know, really stress about my work is that, you know, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not here to to give you the answers. I'm here to show you ways to empower yourself, you know, optimize your life, uh, tap into your self-knowledge and understand yourself better. Because when you understand how you personally work, which is not like how your mother works, it's not like how your sister or your best friend works or your teacher in school that told you maybe you were no good at something, um, you have to really understand how you work because there is a very specific and special reason why you were placed here. Um, and that is what I'm here to do is kind of help you through the practices of astrology, numerology, and lexograms to engage that and to bring that out and um, allow it to shine in its fullest light. So that is, you know, really my my mission as far as what do I what do I do for people? Um, you know, I, I help you live your life the way you're supposed to live it. And certainly not by anybody else's, because um, if you're not the captain of your own ship, you're kind of in trouble. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this? Uh, I Well, I started re reading the horoscope and being very attracted to it when I was seven. Uh, so it's been a lifelong, um, I, I did not start doing this full time as a business until about 12 years ago. So um but I studied astrology all of my life, and then uh, along came the lexograms and the numbers along with it during my Saturn return, and everything came together in a big, like, if you don't do this, you're not doing what, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Because um, for all defensive purposes, if anybody looks at my charts, they, they deeply would say, yeah, you, this is your deal. <laughs> this is what you're meant to be doing. So, so and I'm sure then it keeps you very busy. I am never bored, let me tell you. Uh, I never, I write, uh, I have um, many publications that I write for. Um, I write for Bell Spree Magazine. I write for the Utica Phoenix. I write for Your Astral Health, uh, a blog on Create Your Health uh, website. I write my own blog. Uh, so, and I, of course, wrote the book, and we're about to start another one. And uh, aside from keeping up with clients and classes, lectures, I'm about to go on a national book tour uh, starting at the beginning of May. Uh, so I'll be making it all the way down the southern tier out to California, up US 1, and back across the country again on the northern end. So um, if you're out there, uh, my site is shibitastar.com. Uh, if you go to my blog, you'll see a little uh, information about that or Sharita 
uh, sharitastarbooks.blogspot.com or book alexagrams. Everything's on my Sharita Star secrets. You'll it will lead you where you need to go. Um, but if there is somewhere you are out in the out in the big United States, let's say if you've bought a copy of the book on Amazon and did not get a signed copy from me on my website, um, I would be happy to sign that for you. So um, shoot me an email, Sharita sharitastar.com, and let me know. I'd be happy to meet you on the road. Or I will let you know where I where these events uh, next week or so. Everything is getting solidified as to where I'll be and when, and uh, people can find me. That's always important. Let everyone know where to find you at, then they can stalk you and you know hunt you down. And <laughs> oh, you know, no stalkers, please. But uh, you know, friend, friend, fr- only the friendlies can. You know, I only attract friendly people. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> You always attract the friendly people. That's right. That's right. So um, how did the um, comet going through the, the solar system affect, uh, you know, what was going on? The comet? Well, you know, I'm not an astronomer, so I don't really have the answer to that question. Because I just study the planets. I don't really study the what the astronomy of all of that is. And a, a, a comet is really very S astronomically oriented for me. I'm, they don't give it an astrological thing. So I didn't really focus on that whatsoever. So I, I will just have to bow out of that question because I really don't know the answer. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if maybe the comet had anything to do with the planets and all and mixing with their energies or I anything. Mean, like I'm, that. You know, I, I just, like I say, I really don't follow the astronomy side of things. I mean, I yes, I know the measurements of what the planets are doing in their transits, but that's all by tropical astrology. So I'm I'm looking at it from that vantage point. Um, what the you know, astronomers want to say about what's happening. You know, we did just have a recent Mercury retrograde, which, of course, was back in March. Uh, the shadow completes in two more days. So that means um, when Mercury, who is our planet of communication, movement, uh, transportation mechanisms, transferring of information, when he goes backwards, and that's what retrograde means, is that the measurement of how we will calculate what he's doing up there on the Zodiac he actually literally will just traipse backwards in degree points. So um, he just recently did this in the sign of Pisces. So uh, it was from February 22nd to March 17th he did this little backwards dance. So when a planet like Mercury does these types of things, all of our information, our mechanisms, uh, our minds, our thinking, our mentality gets a little bit kind of off kilter, to say the least. Um, you see a lot more car accidents. You see people just making quick mistakes. Um, not there's just human error is the highest under Mercury retrograde than it is at any other time of the year. Um, and Mercury does go backwards about three times in any given calendar year. And this entire time that he does this is equivalent to how much we actually sleep on a daily basis throughout a calendar year. So it's the universe is offering from the astrological standpoint of a time for reflection. It's a time for redoing, reassessing, um, reorganizing, reviewing any, as I always say, the REs of Mercury retrograde. Any word that begins with RE can be done under Mercury retrograde. But if you want to sign a document, uh, put anything legally into motion under Mercury retrograde, you're really asking for trouble because you're setting it up under like kind of like a shaky ground. And there's always going to be something that you're going to have to go back and refix it, redo it. And it's just more trouble than it's 
seemingly worth. Um, now, people, of course, are born all the time when we have Mercury retrograde planets. Um, that type of person may struggle with communications in their younger years. They may not speak so early. Um, but once they become an adult and, and, and they grow into it and they understand and, and, and mature into who they, who they are, when Mercury is retrograde, the Mercury retrograde natives always seem to have an easier time with it because it's their natural energy. They already understand how to handle Mercury retrograde. They still don't want to go out and sign any legal documents and, and do stuff like that under the transit, but they handle it better. Because um, I know a lot of people ask me that question, well, I have a mer- native, you know, my, my natal chart has Mercury retrograde. What does that mean? And I'm like, it, 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 it's nothing negative whatsoever. It's just, you know, when you were younger, you probably struggled a little bit um, on some sort of level in that area of your life, wherever the Mercury falls. Um, but... Uh, as 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 a general rule, you you actually have a smoother time than the people who are you know because there's so many people under Mercury retrograde that they just run around unaware, you know that this is going on and the littlest things become you know mountains you know like that expression mountain out of molehill. People make mountains out of molehills under Mercury retrograde than any other time. Um, computers crash. Uh, people don't understand each other. People argue all the time under Mercury retrograde um, because they just don't catch things right. Um, but it's a fabulous time to go back into the past. Uh, you tend to see people in your life show up that you haven't seen in a long time under Mercury retrograde. Um, and then if you know your natal chart, and even if you know your birth sign and you understand the collective way to, to, to look at your transits, your current transits, um, that area of the life that, uh, in this case, uh, we just had the Pisces uh, review uh, for Mercury, so wherever your Pisces energy sits in your life, that is what was up for grabs. Um, now, we also had simultaneously uh, back in March a planet party going on in Pisces. We had almost everybody in Pisces. All the planets were hanging out in Pisces. Um, so there was a lot of activity going on in that area of your life. There was a, a huge intensity. You had Mars there, Venus, the sun, uh, and Neptune is still there, and Chiron is there as well. So that was a big cluster of energy coming from that from that piece of the zodiac sky. Um, now the planet party is kind of hanging out with Aries right now and um, having the unexpected occur in Uranus. So um, if you're having unexpected things happening from the Aries piece of your life, uh, that's certainly um, what's uh, being in the forecast right now. So we have a little bit of a delay to spring for most people um, just because that Mercury is actually who, you know, does have a little bit of effect on the weather from time to time. He's still in Pisces. Uh, he's, he hasn't gotten out of Pisces yet because he has to go back through all those degree points. He just went backwards through. Uh, that shadow does complete in two more days. And uh, then we really start to see, like, things start to pick up. And I say by the new moon on uh, the 10th, which will be in Aries, we will really start to see uh, spring start to do what it's supposed to because uh, so many parts of the country are kind of like, excuse me, but where is spring? It, it happened on, on March 20th, but it's not here yet. So after that mouthful, <laughs> are you there? Uh-oh. Maybe we lost you. Yeah, you know, we lost Michael. I just realized that oh, this is what oh, Ford said. You <laughs> want to continue, and I look and I see Michael is gone. So he got I'm like, I'm like, did you ever stop me? I'm like, I better just stop. How funny like, oh, is that? He's not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's okay. I know Ron's laughing in the um <laughs> in the chat room. Well, um, how about if I connect you with a caller? You want to take a call, Sharita? Why not? Sure. Let's All right. All right. We have Danielle from North Carolina. I'm going to bring her on. Hi, Danielle. Hello. How are you? Hi. You're on with Sharita. Hi, Sharita. How are you? I'm good, Danielle. How are you? I'm um, doing okay. Kind of worried. <laughs> oh, we're going to turn that worry to concern because, you know, worry attracts more worry. You just have to take on the energy of concern because concern is the the better energy to utilize. When you've got a situation that comes up that needs to be addressed, do not worry. Uh, I, one of my favorite lexigrams is the word doubt. If doubt shows up in anyone's life, you just tell it, do butt out bud. That is a little phrase you can spell from the word doubt. So if it shows up on your shoulder, you know, you just look at it, give it a little evil eye, and, you know, tell it to be on its merry way. So, Danielle, your day and month of birth. Um, six thirteen eighty one. Okay. Gemini. So you're a mini gem. Yes. You're very clever. You got a lot of. Uh, you're good with your hands, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Very, very innovative. Uh, you you go against the grain a lot. People, uh, you've always uh, definitely felt your family hasn't necessarily understood you as well as you may have preferred, but <laughs> that's kind of part of why you chose being coming down to the 13th of the month. You have a lot of power. You're, you're, you're very much a creative genius in your life. Um, the things that you understand, you, you understand trends and, and uh, kind of like what's going to happen before it happens. And sometimes you may choose to share your ideas with people that well, they're either not going to get what you're saying, and they may tell you you're like you're nuts or something, and you may share your ideas with the wrong people, and then kind of not allow a really great idea to come out of the, you know, come out into the light that it should be in. Um, always be careful of who your audience is when you're sharing your sparks, because you get them a lot, and they're they are meant to be like put down somewhere so that you can work with them further. Um, but you always see a lot of regeneration and change in your life. That's a big theme. Uh, you're always digging up the old dirt, you know, bringing so that like new life can come up through the through the ground um, a little bit. Do you do you eat red meat? No. Good, because you're allergic to it. <laughs> How about spinach? You like spinach? I I juice it, yeah. Oh, fabulous. You like Popeye on spinach. Lots of spinach. Lots of sage for you, too. Uh, ground you. And if you ever, well, you say you don't eat the red meat, so that's good. But if you do eat the red meat ever, season it with sage. It helps your body assimilate it better. Because you always want to watch your arteries, uh, circulation. That's very important for your body. Um, but you right now are coming up into uh, your year of, of working on Danielle. It's going to be like the sharpening of Danielle's inner saw year. Um, this is the seventh year you're going to enter in in another two months of um, what's transpired in the last six years of your life. So we can count back. we got 2013, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7. So 2000 and Seven was a year of, if it's new, it's for you. You saw like a whole bunch of new seeds being planted in your life in 2007. You built a new foundation for yourself all the way through 2010. You saw spins of change happen in 2011. 
last year kind of came back into some sense of harmony and balance uh, on some level of what those changes were about in 2011. And what happened in 2011 was kind of like there was a lot of irreversible energy that that transpired throughout the year. Um, And this is going birthday to birthday because your personal years do start when you click with with the actual year. Um, And why a lot of people at the beginning of a year, say you're born, like you're, you're a middle of the year born person, you are in, when you were in this past January, you were in what we called the seven personal month because you also, we flow in time in this nine year spin. We can get it down to a monthly basis. Then we can get it down to a daily basis. So when we're in January, we're always going to get a little preview of what the new year is coming up, whatever we're going to click into later on uh, in the calendar year, whenever our birthday will fall. So you had a little taste this past January of what this inner work is supposed to be about for you. Um, And this is going to take some time by yourself in the next year. Um, It doesn't mean you have to become a hermit, but it's going to be a time where your solitude is going to be of benefit to you. Um, Anything you can do to retreat. Um, kind of take take a little research time, uh, do some spiritual pursuits, whatever it is that makes Danielle happy with Danielle, um, and and you know what what it is that you you do by yourself for yourself, uh, because this is getting you ready for your harvest year, which is coming in 2014. Um, one year from now, you're going to be reaping the rewards of all those seeds that you planted in your life in 2007. And then by 2015, you'll wrap up this current nine-year span of time, and then off you go into another brand-new nine-year cycle in 2016. So that's where you are on the timeline. Uh, Is all this making sense for you so far? It does, yes. Okay, great. Now, you've also had a lot of new approaches uh, that have been wanting to come abundantly, seemingly so, into your life. Uh, You have Jupiter in your sun sign right now. And right after your birthday, he moves forward into cancer. So that's going to be in your house of earning power on your collective uh, read uh, for the next year, which is going to be pretty good. So there should be some, you know, an abundant sense of what you have coming into play for you. So if the finance has been a little off, there's just been a request that all that's being reworked. Um, And what you'll see even though you're also numerically being asked, take some time for yourself this year. But with that Jupiter hanging out, the planet of abundance, learning and growth, is there something you you may need to learn a little differently about how you take in what you have in your life, what you really value in life? Um, That's also up for grabs in the next year. But there should be plenty around to support you. Um, And if a real good overflow comes, just don't squander it. Uh, Make sure you kind of pack it away for a rainy day, so to speak, because um, sometimes when Jupiter's in our house of earning power, we get we get we just feel like, oh wow, it's, this is great, you know. We got because we, we, Jupiter's very happy, very happy, go lucky planet. Uh, really doesn't have any troubles up there. Is brutally honest, and you know sometimes it just gets a little carried away. So um, we always want to rein in his energy wherever it is. So, you know, as a Gemini, that planet and that energy is in your sun sign right now. So that is, you know, another reason why, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on around you. Um, And it's changing at this moment in time, your approaches, 
how the world's looking at you, uh, how you take in your first impressions. And it's like, you know, you're really meant to take some time to look at how the glass is half full, never empty. Um, and what is it that you were, that you're concerned about? Cause I'm going to shift that for you right now. Well, um, me and my friend, I just came down to Asheville, North Carolina yesterday, and um, okay. me and my friend got got denied on our application for an apartment, and um, we're looking to see if his employer will co-sign for us so we can get this townhouse. Okay. And I was wanting to know if you could combine the numerology in my chart to see what's going to transpire, like, in the next few days or the next week. Well, that that's a lot of details for me to do over the air in a in a very short little yeah. read. But what is the day and the month of your friend? What what was that? What's the day and the month of your friend? Um, of his birth, seventeenth. Of which month? April. April. So he's an Aries. Yes. Okay. That's probably going to come through for him next, let's see, he's got some energy coming, at least collectively. It's like in another month's time. It's a really challenging question to ask without really looking up your individual birth charts, um, because what we do on the air here is, is, you know, kind of short reads. It may be something you may, if you did want to consult, may need to set something up separately, but I will in his numbers quick at least to see because he is coming into a year of the he's coming into the year of the nine uh in another uh couple of weeks so he's in a, a time in his life where there's a lot of endings going on um a lot of endings and a lot of endings he's wrapping up a nine year span of time in the next year um, it'll be a time in his life where he's going to want to tap into his courage more than he gives into any conflict that may come his way. Um, and an Aries always needs to learn that, but he's got built in patience. He's the star of the Magi. So, um, even as an Aries, he exercises patience better than most of them. Uh, cause Aries are not known for their patience. They don't want to wait for anything. Um, but he kind of has the, the, he has that understanding. Um, what he's meant to do in this life is meant to be known after he has, after he's meant to leave a legacy behind him for sure. Um, what he has, I mean, I would say April is coming up with a little bit of an obstacle for him. So he's going to get around it. Um, and there is permanent change in movement in May for him. So I would say if it doesn't happen, if you don't get it all signed, uh, this month that there is movement and things happening in, in May on a permanent level for him. Plus, he's got a lot of energy coming into what he has, what he values, and how, you know, how things are. Does he have a new job secured already or no? Yeah, he has the, his job. We were going to ask his employer to co-sign for us. Okay, got it, got it. So he's set with the job and everything, so he's totally yeah. set with that. Okay. Um I mean, like I said, I'm not the type of psychic that I'm going to tell you if that's going to happen or not, um, because that's not how I read. Um, I I don't read that that way. I tell you the potential of the energy and what is around you. Um, Yeah, like I said, he has a lot of endings and conclusions coming into his life this year. So that's where he's headed. 
and that, that that is what the year is about. It's about him letting go and releasing what no longer is necessary to carry into the next nine-year span of time, which starts a year from now. And okay. he does have, you know, there there is the element of the unexpected around him right now um, due to the fact that, um, you know, he has Uranus and sun sign. So this is just coming up, and he's in a month of that too. Uh, he is just kind of coming up, you know, a little bit of, okay, it's an obstacle. But Venus is also in Aries right now, so that is very much in his favor, uh, although Mars is right next to her. So it's a little bit of a conflict, but I have a feeling of it, it's going to work out for, for both of you in, 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 in the long run. It may not be exactly how you planned it, but it's going to, the universe is going to give you exactly what you need. Okay. <laughs> and I would definitely visualize, take take your mind off the worry and visualize we have we have a cosigner. Is all you have to even if it's not that boss, just claim to the universe you have a cosigner, the universe will give you one. Okay. Okay? And and okay. and take the mind off the worry because the the worry will not attract anything more but no cosigner. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get in there. <laughs> yeah. D- d- chin up and, and you have a cosigner. Okay. Because, see, as everything that you've told us, you know, we're we're together as friends and we're meant to do something together. And so the universe has got to make this happen for us. Mm-hmm. You guys are very good. You have interesting karmic connections with each other. You've known each other before. I would tell you that just from the numbers. So, always make sure you're both crossing your T's and dotting your I's with everything you ever do. Don't leave details unturned because that's important for it to always work. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks a lot. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you, Danielle. Have a good okay, night. Thank you. Hey, Michael's back. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. All of a sudden, I'm hearing bleeping on the computer, and it's like, and it's putting up a warning that I've only got a few minutes left of power. And I'm like, okay, you're plugged in and disconnecting Skype. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. But I made it back. It's not Mercury retrograde, which is even more hilarious. But at this point, I I don't know what to say about the universe. But everything is um, the party. The, as I had said before, the the planet party moved on to Aries. So I don't know where you left me in that 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 long winded. <laughs> response I gave you because I'm like he's not saying anything <laughs> like yeah I don't know because it took me a little bit to go ahead and get back in and I'm like hey, okay great it's like do you want to end your episode no keep on going it's like <laughs> oh I tell you I tell you well you know the shadow of this this puppy is over with on Saturday so we'll all be much happier Good, this, because one's when... Adele, uh, this one's been a deal from the from the approach through it, and even the shadow for me was just as like seemingly off kilter as as the whole transit was. I mean, it, it's taken the whole shadow just to iron out so many kinks. And I'm like, wow, this one was, this one was fun <laughs> for you. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because it wasn't really that fun. I mean, it was fun, but just I just feeling like that the energy is perpetuating forward again well you know and also we you know we had like a little forward motion uh with a waxing moon as um mercury went direct but then we went had another full moon again and even when we're waning the energy pulls against us when we have after we have a full moon and we go through that waning period the energy is being taken away 
I mean, it's nothing like what Mercury retrograde does, but the energy is not moving forward either. So a lot of people, uh, this is what I really tap into all the time with the Lunaroscope that I write, um, is, you know, you're really understanding that you're reflecting, you're reflecting two weeks out of the month and you're initiating two weeks out of the month. And when you practice that, things go a lot differently. Um, so we're about to come up on another new moon on the 10th. So that's really... For the first time since, uh, you know, January, have we have we had any energy where everybody's going, you know, not everybody's moving forward up there, but the most important inner ones are moving forward. And, you know, we're, we're going to feel like we're, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Good, because this Sometimes. last, uh, when Mercury was retrograde this time, I mean, it, you know, making a joke about me being disconnected from the computer, it literally, during retrograde, crashed my computer. I remember you telling me that the last time we were on. Yeah. It's like, you know, this is just crazy, so Oh, it did it did it did a number on many people. I I I I probably had didn't have it was one of the the more people going, Can you just tell Mercury to stop? And I'm like, I don't have any control like that, you know. Wish I did, but <laughs> like I can't tell the planet to uh unravel himself the other direction no i don't have those powers <laughs> unfortunately now what um because i just you know i read about nasa and stuff like that and i know for a while there they're going to lose touch with mercury because it's going on the opposite side of the sun what does that have to do with um with the energies for the different uh signs well it's still right now mercury is still in the sign of pisces and uh, he'll go into Aries in another couple of weeks. Um, he goes into Aries actually a few days after the the next new moon, I think. Like I say, astronomy-wise, I don't really pay attention to that because that's not my practice. Um, but I can definitely tell you, yeah, Mercury goes into uh, Aries next Saturday on the 13th. Um and that's how I see what everything's doing and what is that doing with in accordance to your natal chart and what's the current transits doing in, you know, in accordance to all of that. What are your numbers saying alongside of that? Um, so that's how I read it. Uh, what an astronomer will say, astronomers don't believe in the psychology of astrology whatsoever. They only look at it very scientifically. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's a bunch of gases and it's a mass planet you know what i mean they, they don't get into understanding the archetypes or any of what we do as astrologers they they don't believe they think we're like hocus pocus so i, I you know whatever they say is great it just has nothing to do with what astrology talks about oh, okay yeah because i know some people get that confused between the two yeah yeah i mean you know it was like the guy who came up with a couple years ago you know, oh, you're not your sign anymore because, you know, they discovered this other constellation. But that's not how you measure tropical astrology. So it was a whole debate. And so I wrote this whole piece of why you're still the sign you are. There's no 13th sign. The math doesn't work that way, you know. I mean, that was kind of like, it was pretty hilarious. I think I even lexagrammed that guy. I lexagrammed his name and it was like, you could, I think you got like a farce out of his name or something. It was just like really funny, and I had to laugh. I had it all. I had it all on a on a blog piece a long time ago. So, 
Well, do you want to go ahead and grab another call? Sure. All right, let's go ahead and see what we can do for Tom in Maine. Hi, Tom. Hi, how are you? Doing Good, great. Good, how are you, Great. Um, I was born on the 27th of January. Okay. Oh, you're in that reflective. Are you feeling reflective, Tom? Have you been feeling reflective all year? Actually, I'm feeling anxious. Oh, so you're swinging to the anxiety part of what a seven-year can possibly uh, do. Uh, you want to shift that energy. Um, really sit and listen a little bit. Um, and don't be afraid of what you hear. Because uh, this is a year to sharpen Tom's saw on many levels. And this is going back also to everything you started in your life back in 2007. You're also is uh, you're actually in the same exact personal year cycle as our last caller. Um, so uh, if you were listening, I'm going to repeat a lot of the same information. Um, so you did a lot of things new in your life in 2007. What ended in your life in 2006 that closed the last nine year span of time for you? So that was, you know, t that was like what got out of your way in 2006 was making proper space. So you had the room to plant some new stuff. Uh, you put a, a new foundation up in your life from 2007 through 2010. And that locked a, a, a new solidarity beneath you in place. By 2011, you saw a lot of permanent changes go down. Uh, a lot of irreversible energy happened throughout your life in 2011. And over the past year, things should have felt like there's some sort of balance that returned or at least a sense of peace and calm. Now, as you've now, you know, now you're in your um, new personal year, it's, it's a year where you're kind of meant to take some time for you, um, sharpen your inner saw. Don't be afraid to spend some time alone. Um, it's going to be a year where you may see a little stirs of hurricane winds around you a little bit, but you're not meant to get caught up into that. You kind of have to stay in the eye of the storm. If if a storm shows up, you've got to stay in the eye of it, which means you've got to be a lot more grounded than normal. Now, you're a 27. You're, you're a go-getter. You know, you love getting things done. Uh, you, you have a very fast pace about how you work. You know, you have a, a good element of prophecy, too. You're an Aquarius. You know how to see ahead. Um, and I would say, too, your intuition is sharper this year than normal. And not that you don't have it to begin with, but it's really on point. Um, I don't know how your dreams are. I would really pay attention to your dreams this year. In fact, get a journal, write them down. Do you remember dreams at all? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, study them intensely this year because it's really a fabulous year to really start to understand what your dreams are here to do for you. Everybody who dreams, because a lot of people say, I don't remember my dreams, but you can teach yourself to remember them. Um, your dreams are there. Did they come from the depths of your subconscious to tell you how to handle the waking world? Um, now, in a, in a seven-personal year, this is such a fantastic thing to get into um, if you haven't really studied it on some deeper level because um, the, the way that you can probe into things and do research and get into the nuts and bolts of Tom this year is is profound it's, it, and it's a great energy to do that because I said spending time by yourself you know you're very independent to begin with 
Um, but it's a great year to really step into a, a retreat space. You know, like I say, don't drop off the face of the earth and become a hermit. But, you know, take time to, to gratify, to give yourself some gratification. And, and because what you're doing this year is preparing yourself for the harvest that's coming a year from now. Um, and Aquariuses have had, you know, in the past year, the abundance that has been wanting to show up in their life has come from your creative abilities. Um, so what you can do with your creativity, uh, whatever whatever it is that it means to you, it doesn't mean you have to paint a picture like Picasso, but whatever you do on a creative level is what it is that you're meant to also be focusing on right now. Um, okay. Does that make sense for you? It makes a lot of sense, yes. Good. And the anxiety, like I say about uh, the worry, worry attracts worry. So take the understanding of what it is you believe you're worried about and shift it to concern. Because concern is a healthy way to find a solution to the worry. problem. Yeah, okay. Um, because nothing shows up that doesn't are, doesn't have an answer for it. Um, you know, a lot of people get, oh, I can never eat. Yes, you can. There is there is a way. It, in, in fact, the universe puts it in your path so that you can learn how to how to shift around it. Um, and as long as you stay in a place of peace, you can work through anything. It's just about where you are in your sense of calmness. We all have stuff we're going to deal with. We're we're never if if we had nothing to deal with in life, we, we'd be living a flat line and we'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that'd be kind of boring. Um, then we'd be back yeah, in spirit know. again, and then wait till we come back. So you know, um, but this is a really a, a great year for you to find your inner peace uh, because next year you're gonna be working really hard because when your fruits ripe and your harvest year, you gotta work to pick it off the trees and get your and pick all the goodness that that garden will have reaped and what will have you know really come to its fullest you know, recognition and reward for you that you started back in 2007. Okay. Do you meditate at all? Yes. Okay. More meditation will calm the anxiety. Also for you, do you work with rubies? No. Okay. You don't have to go out and buy like an expensive ruby, but go to like a, like a, you know, maybe like a new age store that sells, you know, um, gemstones or, you know, the, the you know, just the, uh-huh. just to work with. Find a ruby rock. Ruby's really good for a 27. Um, it'll help ground you. And malachite and azurite also will help you overcome obstacles and move things out of your way that you feel may be blocking you a little bit. Those are two good stones for you to work with. And, of course, in a seven-year, just hang on to some amethyst for a while, and your intuition will definitely work in your favor, rather than you being deceived by it in any way. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's definite. Yeah, yeah. So try on the amethyst. And a little lavender essential oil works good, too. It's very calming. And it will clear your mind, Think, think a little, so that you're not... The thing about the seven energy and when we get in a seven year that sometimes we, we do get anxious. It's a, the, the possibility to, to be anxious happens because seven is guided by Neptune. Now, Neptune is, of course, what rules Pisces. So if you understand the Pisces, you know, it's the sea of possibilities. So sometimes we get in a little bit too deep of the water and we get a little bit too in the darkness of it. And we, we, we get a little cloudy or we think, oh, we've got so much, like, possibilities and we don't even know where to go and you need to have Pisces again 
What's that? Pisces again. I thought we were through with that. Well, no, you're in the energy, and I when I say, uh, because you're in the seven personal year right now, when you look, right. if you go to my website on ShavitaScar.com, there's a, a, a link called Explore the Wheel, and you'll see how I link the astrology to the numerology, and it's because the planets guide both of them. So if you're looking at a seven, you're also looking at Neptune, just like you'd look at Pisces. It's the properties of that planet, Neptune, that guides the Pisces and guides seven energy, whether you you're a native seven karmic path wise or you're following a seven life path or your name vibrates to a seven or you're in a seven personal year the energy of okay. neptune is what's around you so you're getting that and that's where that you know sevens can get a little anxiety if they want to but you're you're native a 27 life uh, you're a 27 karmic path so that's your natal energy, but you're in a seven year, so worry can show up or the anxiety can show up, but it's really meant to be turned into a very calm and peaceful place where when you're the eye of anything around you, you're in control. I see. So, I understand. It's about you not getting too caught up in other people's stuff. You know, you may see a lot of weird stuff show up, but that doesn't mean you've got to get into it. You just send them love and light, and and that's it. You stay in your center. It's about you staying in your center this year. That is what guides you. And that self-work that you're going to do is what prepares you to handle that harvest next year all the better. So you can reap it in the, in, in the grandest way that you possibly can. Because if you don't do the yeah. inner work, you're not ready to do the harvest work. you got to do the inner work first. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Yeah, yeah, I know. What most people don't want to hear, oh, I got to do work? Uh-huh. You got to do inner work? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like doing the hardest work first and get it out of the way. There you go. That's right. Well, you're an Aquarius. You're no stranger to hard work. You Aquarians work very hard all the time, making the world a better place. So. Well, well thank you very much. You're very welcome, Tom. You're welcome. Thank you, and enjoy the space you find this year, because it's very lovely, actually. I will. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a a good night, Tom. Good night. Take care. Let's go ahead. We'll bring on Mari from Rhode Island. Hi, Mari. Hi, Michael. Hi, Sharita. How are you? Hi, Mari. How are you? Good. Okay. I am really foreign to numerology, but I just had to call in because I, like, was introduced to it a few months ago. I'm, like, an astrology buff, but not numerology. And I my birthday numbers add up to 33, and, like, I was told that that was, like, a really significant number. And mm-hmm. I'm just curious if you could tell me a little bit about that. Like, I'm a six because three plus three is six, but... What's your okay? Well, just give me your day and month of birth. Sure, it's ten eighteen. And what's the year? Nineteen eighty five. Okay. Yes, you are a thirty three life path, but Mm -hmm. you are the Libra eighteen soul following. 33 life path so the 33 is in my opinion not as weighty 
I mean, it does carry weight, but the 18 is what you really want to be more concerned with, with what works directly with you being a Libra. Okay. Um, so being born to the 18th, uh, we've got to watch your tongue a little bit. Um, you're a tell it like it is kind of person. You're a Libra. You're very about the diplomacy. You're very much about the balance and, and, you know, we don't like arguing, but that 18 gives you a total different energy and that's okay. blending and gelling with you being a Libra. Cause you, you don't actually have the total peace and calm that the average Libra has, because sometimes when people really ruffle your feathers, you got to, you, you've got to tell it. And especially when you're seeing someone being mistreated or you mm -hmm. see something like wrong, so in the world, like that yep. just like throws you for a total loop and you're like, mm, and, and it riles you. And, 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 um, and 18, especially out of all the nine vibrations, has to watch that aggression because they get tripped up by it more than a pure nine or possibly the 27th. The 18s really are, came here to understand the self and patience um, mm -hmm. more so than the other karmic path numbers that you did. So you could have had. So, you, so does it mean like the 18th is like not patient? Because I am not. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, in linking the numbers, and again, I, I say go go to my website, ShavitaStar.com, and that mm -hmm. will show, go to Explore the Wheel, and that will show you how the planets relate the astrology to the numerology. So when you're looking at the nine, as it will explain on the wheel, that's guided by Mars, which guides in Aries. So okay. you're a Libra, and you're always going to be the Libra, but you have Aries tendencies. Because well, I'm a, I have an Aries rising. Oh, well, there you go. There's, there's <laughs> another whole reason why astrologically you've got the not, you don't have a lot of patience on the surface. Um, but once you get yourself into a situation, you kind of, you, you chill out. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know exactly the numbers of your chart, but more than likely your son sits in the seventh house. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Um, which would basically mean you're like a super, it's like you, you really have this like dynamic, um, kind of yin yang about you that, you know, you've got all this Aries stuff, Mars stuff, and then you're like the Gentile Libra. Like you fight with yourself. Like you don't really want to argue, but sometimes it's like, you just like, hello. And you're very determined to finish in life. Like you, you know, you're a tremendous leader. I mean, you're here to lead. This is, I mean, you, you came here to lead a very great cause. I mean, you have a lot of like uh, philanthropic things that you're kind of, you're really well placed doing those types of things. Mm -hmm. um, but you're really helping the people that need it um, rather than helping people that don't really need it. I mean, not that people don't need help, but you really are helping like the underdog. You know, well, I'm like, I'm. Well, I always think like I. Well, I mean, personally, like, I always think that I'm a musician. Like I always feel like because like my music is like hopefully inspiring people and hopefully like almost sure. changing every. Like I always like believe in like you know bringing people's vibration like to a higher vibration, like the whole world, you know. So I I hope that like when I like people can hear like my music that maybe they their vibration like you know gets higher or like maybe it somehow like helps somebody like in some way and like that's like my goal you know is to like just get out and reach as many people as possible well that is another thing about the number nine it's a universal energy so yes you also came here to do that always in your mm -hmm. courage will that flourish 
If okay. you ever are on that aggression, I mean, and not that, okay, if you have to tell it like it is, but every so often, you know, you tell it like it is. But <laughs> yeah. also for you, working with the ruby is going to align your energy a lot so that you always know how to tap into the courageous side. Because there, there's a lot of times that the nines get tested and they, they, they're tested about how aggressive are they going to go back at that. And when they... Kill them with kindness and tell them to have a nice day. And the whole deal. And and Wait, the rewards that question. come back then because of that action, choosing the courage over choosing yeah. the aggression is tenfold. Can I just ask you, how did you come up with the nine? Because you're born to the eighteenth of the month. So this oh, is your so you added up. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is your immediate personality. It's what colors you and flavors you as the Libra. Now okay. Your original question, because I'm not going to not answer that for you. You, you know, all the numbers in your birthday add up to what we call your life path. So that is like you, as I said, the air is rising, Libra, 18, karmic path, soul. You are walking this 33 path. It's like your personal yellow brick road, so to speak. Now, that's a Venus-guided path, just like you being a Libra. The three and the three is a six, yes. And um, so that's also guided just like your 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 Libra sun is by Venus. So this is where you get another, like, opposite energy. Because when you look at Aries and Libra and Venus and Mars, they're opposite. They're not the same. They complete right. each other. So there's a lot, of, a lot of things about you that... Even though one side of you doesn't have it, the other side supplies it. So, like, you do know how to be this, like, really whole being. But sometimes you teeter-totter and you, you, you fight against yourself a little bit. So it's always about finding that balance. That ruby for you also, as our last listener, because he was born to the 27th, a ruby is very important for you to, to have. And whether you get, like, the real fancy gemstone or you just get, like, a piece of ruby rock will really help align your energy. Um, copper is fantastic for okay. to work with as well. Now, following this 33 life path, this is a very blessed life path. It's a master number, so you're here to master something as you walk your path in your life. Um, it's the path of love and magic. It's a very beneficial number. You did some pretty good things in another life to get this path to walk upon. There's some other things that you're tidying up, though, with that 18 um, karmic path. Uh, so the, the, that courage is key for you. Always okay. courage, always courage, no matter what. Um, and 18 is because it's the universal number. A lot of nine energies are also very much promoted to fame and celebrity at some point in life. Um, one of your other fellow musician friends is Paul McCartney. Um, he's one of your Gemini's, um, mm-hmm. an 18, and he and 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 you see what he does. I mean, he you know he's a brilliant musician, number one, but he's always doing something for somebody else. He's always right. taking what he's earning and what he's done so much good for other people. So you have that same exact formula to follow. The more you tap into that same thing, no matter what, even, even if like, you know, you're not famous yet and you've got a little extra to spare, do something with it. Watch that energy reward you. Okay. Yeah. I I think it's important to like, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It's important to like give to others, like when anytime, you know, so I feel, yeah, that's definitely true. Absolutely. Now you are as well are you're in your sixth year right now. So you are finishing up um the sixth year. You still have a little more time left, but the year coming up, uh, once October rolls around again, you're gonna go into that seven year too, where you're doing the inner work. 
Um, it's going to be a great time for you to write some songs, new songs, spend time by yourself. Uh, your music will probably go through the roof. But your recognition and reward for what you're doing comes over a year from now. You get a little taste of it next year in 2000, early in 2014. But the real harvest of what you've been working on since 07 to 08, in your case, comes into play next fall throughout 2015. I'm sorry, Good. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next fall, yes, because that's the eight year start in 2014 for you. So that's where you're going in 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 that respect. Now, in the last couple of years, you also had Saturn in your sun sign. Yeah, I know it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, you know about that, so I don't have to explain that one. So that you know, but Saturn took every approach in your life and said, "Mari, whatever wasn't working, it's out of here." And you're, it's like you have a new, fresh, clean slate. It's true. And whatever responsibility you needed to take care of and all those types of things, it's it's done. It's done for 28 years. <laughs> absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And, and it's a good thing what Saturn does because he makes us kind of sit up and pay attention. Because sometimes we all get a little lazy. You know, we we all acquire stuff we don't need or whatever it is. And, and Saturn goes, you know, you don't need that around. So we're going to change that approach up for you. But, um, you know, levers are off the hook for, for a little while when it, when it comes to, um, to, to all that kind of stuff. And what's also fabulous is in the next year, Libras are going to have loads of boost in optimism and growth and good times in their career and public life. So as you're doing all this inner work next year, you're also going to get prepared. You're simultaneously going to see from the astrological side, you'll see some, you know, you'll see some good stuff happening. Good. Um, Sounds career, good. <laughs> Career-wise as well. But, um, have fun doing your thing this year. You're very independent. We don't need to worry about you spending time by yourself. You I it. am. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sharia. You are very smart and very, very talented. I can't believe how much you're reta- you retain from all your knowledge. It's ridiculous. Oh, well, that's my I don't know. I don't know how I do it either, to be honest with you. I know. I know. <laughs> it just, Thank you like, so much. Turns on. I, I, I like you know. It's like my my really good friend Ellie Cheslick. Uh, she's a wonderful. Anybody out there ever wants like the most rocking medium you've ever met in your life? Ellie dot com. She's she's the girl to talk to. She, she's absolutely amazing. But she had, had told me. She says you are psychic. She goes, you 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 know you you do this, and and I just say it's like okay, like the dead people talk to you. I can't talk to me. That's how it is. That's all I can tell you. I don't know how it works. I mean, it just works. <laughs> I mean, everybody can divinate anyway. Some people use cards. Some people use numbers. Some people use, I mean, it's all the same. It's all connected to the same thing. So I definitely believe you're gifted, like, with this strategy, like, this strategy and these techniques. Like, you're really, really smart. So yeah, <laughs> thank I, you. I, thank I, you. I appreciate the affirmation and my great attitude of gratitude to you. So thank you. Thanks so much. Have you're a good welcome. night. And See you later, Michael. Have a good night, dear. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Interesting readings. I know. They're they're all in – it's weird. They're not all the same sign or – I don't know. I, it's, I'm in a two-personal day, so I don't – none of them are twos, but they're all like I'm getting the seven-year, and we got nines, and I'm like – you know me. I always see a pattern. <laughs> In fact, they've all 
No, they've all been in the seven year. That's very interesting. Or, or she's approaching the seven year. So that's yeah. well, right, well, we'll see who else comes up here. You know, well, you were here. The, that's right. It was all the men show last time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's because, you know, we showed that picture of the snake. I know. Around your neck. And, you know, I guess, you know, all it drew the men out. It attracted everybody. (laughs) Yeah, they all decided it's like, ooh, okay, we're going to come out here and, you know, get a reading, so. It's so funny. Uh, When uh, doing, like, numerology and all. Yeah. Now, when you go ahead and um, if you're trying to find, you know, like an address for a house to go ahead and live in or business and all, now, do you go ahead and take – the the name of the street also? No. Well, uh, I will, okay, with lexagrams, I kind of get a little into that sometimes, depending. But with your energy, it's the, the number. It's the just that physical number of the address that you want to look at. Um, so, like, let's say, you know, you got a 272 address. So that's going to add up to an 11. So that's a two vibration address. And as the 11 is there, you're probably going to have a little emotional stuff going on, uh, maybe some family things. It's a very nurturing kind of space um, on some level. Um, So depending upon, especially if it's something like a business, well, what what, what does your business do? You want to have a, a number of your business address that actually vibrates to the energy of what it is that you're doing with your business. You know, I mean, if you're like, a, um, let's say, you know, you're like hospice, you know, 11 is a great address for hospice because that's what they do. They nurture people. I mean, that then they're, you know, doing that chicken soup for the soul kind of thing. Um, if you're a publishing company, you'd want something like a five address or maybe a three address because, you know, five is communication. Uh, it's writing. It's 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 everything dealing with transference of information. And of course, Jupiter rules publishing as well through the three. So if you had a three vibing address, that would be good for something like that. Um, you know, I could go on and on. Um, now, house residents are very much the same way. Um, now, depending on what your current path and your life path numbers are, is how you want to appropriate the best address of where you live, of, of you know, who you are and what you do. You really don't want to live in an address that's not going to click with you on some level, um, you know, depending. Uh, it just depends on who you are. I mean, I could, you know, there's 50 million examples. Um, one of the most important things new, numerically, if you are karmic path four and eight, um, is that you need to watch your four and eight addresses because you tend to have sacrifice at those places. You, you, it won't be, there'll be all sorts of weird, weird stuff showing up. Um, it, it's a bit of a long winded uh, explanation, which I don't know if we have time for, but the numbers four and the eight are very karmically connected and people that come down to those dates of the month, which would be four, 13, uh, 22nd, 31st, December, the 8th, the 26th, or the 17th, if they live or have residence or even work at places that have, that will add up or reduce to a 4 or an 8, it's typically not, they're not going to be there for a very long time, or the experience they have in that space is not the best. They need to be in other numbers to ease a little bit of attraction that they don't want coming towards them. 
Um, Linda Goodman speaks very, very extensively on this in Star Signs. So that's another source of information that um, anybody out there who's interested in learning a little bit more, because Linda is the best. So. Now, do you also take like your apartment number? For us, for the center, we're 5919 number one. You're five nine one nine, and then but you're like unit number one. Unit number one. Nope, I would go right by that. So you oh oh, you're at twenty four. Lovely, love money, creativity, fantastic. And then the actual <laughs> chapel itself will be in unit number two. Okay, yeah, it's not. I don't really put too much weight on the apartment number or the unit number. It's that physical address because that's your mailing address, and that's where your that's the energy is is it's numbered because you know Google. We've all been numbered by Google because you know you have to find us on a GPS. Um, <laughs> so whatever your number, whatever that number is, is really important because um, that's the address. That's oh, okay. the, the main energy. I mean, yeah, you can be like apartment 2G, and it's very minor what that what what that does. It's really the address itself that has the most bearing on what kind of energy can you expect to experience at that residence. And oh. you're you're fabulous. I mean, uh, that the five nine one nine adds up to a twenty four. That's Venus. It's love, money, creativity. It, basically, the formula is do what you love, be creative, and watch the money come. Cool. I think you've got that nailed. <laughs> and, and my house and, number is uh, 21353. Wow, you guys got long. 21353. You guys got long numbers down there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Uh, just adding quick three. Oh, that's a fourteen. Lots of change goes on there. Good place to write. Um, there's a lot of activity. Is there a lot of like coming and going? Yep. A lot of movement around. You got to change the house around a lot there. Move the furniture around a lot. Kind of. Oh gosh, yes. Can write. You can write well in that space. Um, but you got a lot of visitors. A lot. You know, just people coming and going and. And you may not live there that long. Five addresses typically have a lot of residents, meaning like they don't stay there forever. It's not like this huge, it's more of a transitional space for whoever lives there. And then they move on to somewhere oh. else. But you've been there a while now? Uh, we've been here now for a year. Oh, you've only been there for a year. Okay. Yeah. Not, not, the, not the center, but your residence. Yeah, the residence, we've been here a year now. So you've been there a year. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how long you stay. You may, yeah. not stay there. you may not stay there as long as you think. You may find something else. Do you really want some place? Do you feel settled there? Do you feel like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. Real settled, real at home, real comfortable. Okay. That's good. You'll see what happens in a couple of years. Cool. Maybe it's at the end of this nine-year cycle you'll skedaddle out of there. <laughs> And go and go 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 onward and upward. <laughs> well, I know I'm I'm always looking forward to the new changes that are taking place. So we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Well, you're a Cancer, you know, and you're you're a yeah. pure Cancer. You you know you like your home is essential. It's your it's your backbone to how everything else happens in your life anyway. So you know you really do need that space to be cozy, comfortable, and your home. You know. Because otherwise you're not com- you, you you're not settled when the home isn't settled. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 
Cool. Well, let's go ahead. We'll uh, actually let's go ahead. We'll take a short little break. Okay. And then we'll be right back. Cool. And how can everyone reach you for uh, private readings? Um, I am on the web at www.sharitastar, and that's S-H-A-R-I-T-A-S-T-A-R.com, um, and sharita at sharitastar.com, uh, but that's where you can reach me for a private reading. Um, I'm also got all my pages on Facebook, Sharita Star, Sharita Star Secrets, and the book page is, is It's All in the Name. Cool. All right, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Cool. Don't forget, everyone, visit uh, Sharita over at her website and all, and email her, contact her, Facebook her, like her, follow her. Don't stalk her, though. But just let her know how much you appreciate her being here with us, uh, because she is phenomenal. And don't forget, visit our website, too, be the light spiritual and wellnesscenter.com. And don't forget, also here on uh, Blog Talk Radio, you need to go ahead and follow us. This is where you get reminded of all the wonderful upcoming shows. We'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to the Be The Light Now Radio Network, proudly sponsored by The Mystic Store at www.themysticstore.biz. That's www.themysticstore.biz. Check us out. We have many products for your metaphysical and spiritual needs. Now back to the wonderful show that you're listening to on the Be The Light Now radio network. Right. 
And we're back with a very wonderful Sarita Star. Welcome back, my dear. Thank you, thank you, and thank you to your listeners, as always. Uh, let's go ahead. We'll bring on William from Los Angeles. Hi, William. Hi, Michael. How are you? Doing great. How can Sharita help Good. you? I just want to find out what she sees going forward with uh, my finances. And how are you, William? Good. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, day and month of birth, please. Uh, April 19th. Aries. Oh, we finally got off the seven personal year. <laughs> Okay, just doing a little quick math here. Okay, so you're about to step into, you've just uh, done a load of uh, new beginnings over the past year. Is that correct? A lot of new things in your life? Uh, Not really, just a big roller coaster of <laughs> up and down. So uh, more of the, the Uranus in your sign has been creating the unexpected for you. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of new changes. Uh even though you may not were you may not have been expecting them. Were there a lot of endings in your life in two thousand and um eleven? Did you feel like there was a lot of finalizations, conclusions, things wrapping up in the life, things that left your life? Um there yeah, like a home and uh there was a move that occurred and then there was uh um I don't know. It's just, uh, in my view, a lot of uh, negativity is going on. Okay, um, that's all. That, you know, that's your your choice. Um, how you want to look at it, I always say. Um, anything that appears and is apparent as negative can always be turned into a positive. It, it's, there's always something to be grateful for. Um, but you you concluded a nine year span of time in 2011. So. When you you know entered your birthday in that year, you were in the nine year until your birthday last year in 2012, which is when you entered the one personal year. So what happened 11 and up till early 12 was about you clearing out, uh, closing off the last nine years that uh, the last eight years at that point that had transpired up till um, 2011's birthday. So you had. Um, it would have been two. Th- I believe all of that happened for you in 2004. Was the was your year of your last year of um, no 2000 2003 was your last year of new beginnings. Um, as this year, past year that you're wrapping up is is as well. Now where you're going uh, in the year ahead is into the two year in another couple of days, and you actually have a. Um, uh, there'll be a new moon uh, about a week before your birthday. Um, you know, Aries right now have a lot of, you know, what uh, the approaches to your lives, um, you know, how the world sees you, how you perceive your first impressions. All of that is going through like, it, it seems like it's like a revolution. And when you say it's a roller coaster, it's more of, it, it. it's just changing in a way that you couldn't have possibly expected it to. And that right. is meant to be happening. So if it seems like it's a little like off kilter and off center, those changes are happening for a reason. Um, kind of the slower you take it, the better. Now you're a big initiator. 
Um, you know, you're not only, you, you know, not only are you an Aries who they love getting things started, they love getting things going, but they got to keep those ideas going. But you're born to the 19th of the month. You're a big manager. You know how to sit in one place, even though you're you're a darting Aries and you like to go, go, go. There's a portion of you as well that says, hey, but I know how to sit here and manage and delegate, too. I know how to organize. Um, so those are your skills. You're a leader and you're a manager and an organizer um, and a big initiator on huge levels. Um, you're born to one of the most fortunate days of the month to be born on in any calendar month. The 19 is the Prince of Heaven. Uh, your energy very much is here to lift people up up and on their way. You kind of pick, pick people up when they're down. You are kind of a sun in a light that shines for people to feed off of in, in a matter of sorts. You probably never have had, a, you know, too much stage fright in your life. You know, you've always been able to, even if it's like, you know, on a small basis, it doesn't mean you have to be an actor and be a superstar, but you have no ability attracting attention towards yourself because, you know, you naturally have a persona that, that feeds people good things. Um now, I, I, without seeing your natal chart, that which is much more specific and much more detailed, um, as far as what the nitty gritty of what's happening to you, but you know, certainly from the collective perspective, you are meant to be having like all sorts of like wow stuff happening on the approaches, changing that up a little bit. If it feels different, you you're ha you are meant to be going in that direction. Sometimes what feels different isn't comfortable because we're so used to something else. So kind of getting this has been a year over the past year to get out of the comfort zone now as you go into your birthday in another week or so uh you're going to be in a two personal year this is a very sensitive year coming up in your life um it's a it's a time when you're going to be stepping into really tapping into the emotions understanding your emotions and cooperating with them now if you want to choose to react to your emotions you're not going to have a good year um, but responding to your emotions is going to give you all the grace in the world. Uh, there may be a family or home-related responsibility that's going to show up for you. Um, this doesn't mean that that's negative, but it's part of the soul's process because you did place new beginning seeds in your life month to month over the past year. These need now need to be watered, and that's why a two-personal year is is in the cycle that it is because what you do on the emotional level is what what nurtures those seeds that you've just recently planted. There's also a lot of soulmate energy around you this year, wherein like new people that you're going to meet, you will think you already know them within a five-minute conversation, and they will show up to help you through the process that you're going to be going through. Okay. Which is deepening into yourself, you know, really getting into William a little bit more, but on a very cozy level with William and not being afraid of who William is on an emotional level. There's no fear involved in that because, you know, and I know a lot of, you know, men don't necessarily get get into the emotional goo-goo of life, you know, <laughs> right. but this is a time in your life where it's okay to do it. Doesn't mean you want to be crying when you're walking down the street or something, but you know what I mean. It's okay to feel what you what what you need to feel and process what you need to feel. Um, are you with anybody right now? Yes. Okay. Um, and when I say soulmates, um, I didn't mean that you know you'll you'll like leave your current partner or whoever you're with. 
Um, soulmates show up as business associates. They show up as friends. They can show up in different levels. It doesn't mean it's a romantic thing when I say soulmate, just to clarify that for you. Um, there will be new people. The connections and the people that you come across this year will stick around for a while. It won't be people that, you know, sometimes you meet people and then, okay, they become an acquaintance. Maybe you never talk to them very often. But the people that come into your life are really there in your life this year to help you cooperate. They're there to cooperate with you. And they are part of this. They're an important part of this current nine-year span of time that you just began over this past year. So. So, so now, why, why was everything a roller coaster? Uh, but before, in ninety, I think it was um, the period of um, eighty, uh, eighty-three to ninety-eight. Um, it was it was all up. You know, it was like I could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and many people, st- you know, stated, "Got everything you touch turns to gold. It's just that easy for you." What, what, you know? And then all of a sudden, after that period of time, I'll uh, say like ninety-seven, ninety-six. After that, it's just been up and then boom down, and then up a little, then boom. Down. You know, it's not. And the net result has been, you know, not. I'm at a lower place than I was you know, back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. 90s. Well, I, I think there's a lot of people who would probably agree with you that that's exactly the pattern of their life as well. Uh, may I ask what year were you born? Uh, 61. Okay. So I'm just trying to... These are really questions for a much more detailed reading because I I just can't do the math quick enough on the air without, like, having dead air time. Right. <laughs> Which is why I do the day and month of birth because it's, it's it's very easy for me to get to get a, you know, a, a much um, a, a quicker read on you. But I am curious just where were you when your Saturn returned, which you were right around your... Well, 91, give or take, 89 to 91 was your first Saturn return. So that was when that was a period of significant change. And then when you're talking about the years 97, 96 to 98 there, you turned about 41 to 43. And that was when you had your first Uranus opposing your Uranus opposition. So things kind of changed. Almost like not like a midlife crisis, but seemingly, I guess, kind of sort of that. If that's when things yeah. started to alter. Without seeing your natal birth chart, I, I'm not going to get that specific with you um, in the, in this little short read that we have time for here on the air tonight. Um, but I would encourage you to, you know, if you wanted to do something um, and kind of investigate this a lot deeper, we can certainly do a, a more in-depth reading for you. Okay, um, I'll contact you. Yeah, um, I, I, would, I would definitely recommend that. But this year ahead, though, you know, it, it a two-personal year, is, is it can be so rewarding when you're just going to allow your emotions to be your friend instead of uh, fighting them. You don't want to fight with the emotions this year. You, you, you know what? And if you need to sometimes break down and have a good cry, it's the perfect time to do it. And there's nothing to be embarrassed about. And that's the... the probably the biggest thing I can tell you, you know, at this point in time. 
there's a there's a lot of stirs of transformation in your life right now too in a way that it's purging from the core and there's a responsibility that you have right now to that is to allow the transformations to do what they're what they want to okay. if you resist transforming you will get tripped up too so it's meant to shift and it's meant to look different. That's definitely what I can tell you. It's meant to look 110% like, oh my God, it's like a 180 in my okay. life. And not that you're going in the opposite direction, but that, that it's just, there's a lot of death and rebirth going on and not just, it doesn't mean physical death, but that old cycles are leaving and new ones are coming. And that is what, what is refreshing. Think a lot more about what you're good at inventing right now, and that's a good place to focus. Think about your outlandish greatest ideas because you've got them right now. Those really oddball things that seem like, oh, God, that could never happen. Write them down. Start working on them. Start following them. Start nurturing them a little bit. Think about everything you placed in your life in the past year that was new because there are new things. You may not remember them all, but sit down with yourself and just make a list. From 2012's birthday till now, what is totally new in my life? What's a new seed? What is something that I, I wasn't doing before that I'm doing? And then think about how can that be nurtured because that's what this year wants to do. Okay. That's good. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. You're welcome, William. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm back. Had a little delay here. Uh, I, I, thought you were, I thought you were struggling. I just unmuted myself because I heard all this clicking or something, and I'm like I know, I having I trouble. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where Michael went again. Did yeah, he? It, uh, it's one of them days, I'm telling you. <laughs> it is. Michael, make sure you scroll down now for the next caller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see it. Okay, I just wanted to remind you. Okay, all thank right. you. Okay. We'll go ahead. We'll bring on Stacy from New Jersey. Hi, Stacy. Hi. How are you? Doing great. How can Sharita help you? I actually have um, a question. I don't know if she'll be able to or not, but I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> um, I was actually had somebody that did somewhat of a, a read for, of my birth chart for me. However, they said that in now it's future, but in 2015, Pluto should be in my eighth house in March, and then it goes retro in April. But at the same time, it's going to hit my North Node, my Capricorn Moon, my Jupiter, and my Venus all in Capricorn. And I was told to expect basically a bunch of chaos. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't read natal charts on the air. Um, just because it's just a little bit too much. It's just a little bit. I What I do on the air is I stick to the day and the month that you're born, and we go from there from the collective and okay. also what the numbers tell me. So what's the day and the month that you're born? Uh, February 1st. Okay. So you are in the nine year. Um, you are in the year where 
you were wrapping up a current nine-year span of time in your life, um, which, of course, would have began, um, they will count back, 2012, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. So 2005 for you was the year where you, you had the sense of if it's new, it's for you. Um, then now next year in 2014, you're going to be in the same energy again. So the things that you see clearing out of the way in the year ahead are going to be the things that are making the proper space so that year from now, you're going to have all that new ground, new clean ground. It's like, you know, you're going to weed the garden this year, so to speak. And you had a nice harvest on some level last year. It was the rewards of what you had planted ultimately in 2005 kind of came into their richest form um, on some level. There was something that, that came your way. Now, eight years can also pose the typical Saturn uh, bad rap of, oh, there was restriction in my life and I felt limited and I didn't feel like I could move and so on and so forth, which is the other thing that Saturn can present. Um, so in an eight personal year, what happens is it's the direct result of the efforts you've placed in the previous seven. So if you didn't do what you were supposed to, then you're not, your harvesting would be what it's supposed to be, um, so to speak. Now, you speak of this year in 2015, which is going to be when you will be in a two-personal year. Now, we just spoke about that type of year with our last listener. Um, it's definitely going to be a year of emotion in your life. Um, it will be a year when you're going to be nurturing those emotions. You're going to be nurturing the new seeds that you're going to plant next year. Um so if you have Pluto in the eighth house, what do you have? Like a Cancer rising? No. Um, what do you have? Gemini. Like a Gemini rising? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I mean Pluto in your eighth house. Uh, it certainly you can certainly expect uh, a surge of transformation, regeneration, change, death, rebirth from the core, from your core. Um. Probably at that time. Now, in 2015, you'll be in a two-year. In March, you're going to be in a month of permanent changes, uh, which is will be a five energy. So that means in March, yes, you will definitely see some permanent changes start to happen. But if it retrogrades, it means it'll probably just like touch into that eighth house, and then it's going to go back into your seventh a little bit, I okay. would gather. If, if, I mean, not knowing your natal chart. Up the, I mean, I'm not looking at the math on that, so right. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna give you that kind of accuracy. But um, by April, something should feel like it's calming down a little bit. But in April too, your compassion may be very, very required. It will probably will relate to a family situation or a home responsibility on some level, because two personal years always place those types of situations into our path. Because now is this year you're cleaning and you're finalizing your, your, you know, it's a two to nine year, you know, two to nine year. Nine is a good, it, it's a, it's a fine year, but it's a year where whatever conflict may come your way, you have to rise up in your courage to it. You cannot, you not match what comes at you. You have to kill it with kindness because that's the only way you get the grace out of a year. Uh, if you want to match the aggression, you will find yourself in some tailspins, let me tell you. Uh, you, you don't want to go there because it's not going to serve you. Um, 
Now, you will have planted a lot of new seeds in your life, 2014. So the emotional process that will be happening in 2015 is about watering the seeds because the seeds can't grow without the emotions. Um, so you find yourself in a lot of cooperative energy. Um, you're going to respond to the emotions more than react to them. Um, and it doesn't mean that you don't, like I say, let out good cries or something, but, you know, you don't want to be, like, running around in emotional turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, but things can be challenging. Um, I don't know, do do you expect any immediate family members to be having something happen to them by this time? No. No. Okay. That's why I'm worried because um, I dealt with this in 2009 and I was told you're going to have to relive this all over again in 2015. And I was like, ugh, not okay. good. Okay. Well, 2006, 7, 8. Yeah, well, 2009 was your last year of the five's permanent change. So everything that transpired in your life in 2009 is irreversible. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a similar energy that a nine-year brings because it's conclusions, finalizations, and endings. So that can mean something leaves your life, and it can mean death. I, I don't okay. tell you who it is. I don't tell you when it happens. All I say is it's possible. It's an ending. Mm-hmm. But love never dies, so, you know, that's a whole other game right there. Um, I would say also your ability to be able to tap into your psychic side a little more, your esoteric stuff, is when that transition is going on and that year that you're going to be in in 2015, I mean, you, you, you're going to be through the roof <laughs> with what you'll be able to grasp. Because you're going to be so open. And same thing, so many soulmates will show up. Um, A lot of times in our two personal years, we meet the people that we need. Either we already know them and they come back to the Mm -hmm. life. Or you meet people for the new, you meet new people for the first time, but they're people you've shared other lives with and you know them. I mean, it's like Insta, Insta, it's like, oh, God, you talk to them for a couple minutes and it's like, you feel like I've known you my whole life, and you have. You've known him in another life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you're going to have a lot of that going on, um, you know. So you what you have to understand, Stacey, is that even though, yes, there, there is going to be some pretty heavy stuff going down in 2015, especially in March, you're going to have the help you need right next to you the whole okay. time. Um, and that process you're going to go through is going to blossom those new beginnings in in 2016 for you that you yet you will see that will have happened in your life in 2014. Okay. So it's not going to be like it. We we're never placed here. Like we talked about this earlier in the show. You know, we're not here to have a flat line. You know, we're here to. You know, we go through our ups and downs and, and, and we go through our highs and our lows in our lives. Um, but if we can handle everything with a with a peaceful heart and be the eye of the storm that's ever apparent around us, then we 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 are okay. Mm-hmm. We're all here we are all here to experience sadness on some level. We we, we will all do it. We're human. That's what we're here for. That's part of the spiritual being that we are in our human experiences so um yeah because in 2009 i lost 
my son, and then um, my husband left me after that, and my mm-hmm. life just totally changed. I mean, every bit of and piece of my life totally of changed. Of course, yeah. That's... So that's why I was hoping that's not going to happen again. I mean, I don't have any other children, but, you know, I, I don't know with the endings and death and all that, and I don't know who it could be or what, but... Well, I guess not, I'll have to wait and find out. Yeah, I yeah I don't um, get into the predicting part that nitty gritty um, of oh, no, who it no. is, when it is. Um, but I can tell you, you have permanent, irreversible changes in an emotionally based year in March of 2015. Yes, that does match your chart. For your your numbers match the astrology pretty spot on, um, mm-hmm. especially if. If the, your natal chart says, yeah, if that Pluto touches into that eighth house for a little bit, yeah, you're you're gonna see. It doesn't mean it's chaos, though. I, I see. I don't like somebody telling you it's chaos because okay. that's a choice of your free will. Okay, and this is not. How do you this is, view it? Yeah. It doesn't have to be chaos. You're the captain yeah. of your own ship, and you can stay in the eye of the storm that's around you. Mm-hmm. And and that takes a lot of resilience. But you know, you're an Aquarius. You're very strong. You're very, you know how to manage everything. Uh, you're a big initiator. You're also a very old soul as well. Yes. You know, you're born to the first. You don't have any karmic mystery under your, your karmic path. You're just pure energy of one. Your your creativity, your benevolence, and your protection. So whatever it is that you're there for, you are the loyal soul that's good you're the one that's meant to be there. We all have soul agreements. You you have signed up for whatever this experience is, and you signed up for what happened in 2009. You all did. You all mm-hmm. agreed to that pattern of what happened. Yeah, because I was actually told, too, by, uh, I guess it was like an angel card reader or something, that something mm-hmm. I did when I was 14 gave me, like, basically my wings, which kind of scares me too in a way because I'm not quite, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a perfect person. Nobody is. And, Nobody is. Uh, yeah. But I, I, she I'd like was. One. I, I don't, I've never met one. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've been, and it's funny because I've been told this by a couple different people, like different psychics or mediums and angel readers. And they were yeah. like, yeah, what something you did so many years ago. I mean, like I said, I was 14. I don't know what I did or couldn't have done, could have done at 14, but they said it gave me already like my free pass. Like I'm already going unless right. I drastically like become some serial murderer killer <laughs> thing or something, which will I, never I, happen. I, I, I'll definitely <laughs> tell you, I don't, I don't see that in your star. No, I don't that's, think so. That's not you. That's not you. No, I have too I, much compassion for people. <laughs> no, I, of course, Aquarius. You know, I mean, you yeah. you want to heal humanity. I mean, you you want to improve humanity on a level that the average person doesn't even tap into in their lifetime. I mean, what comes up in your mind about how you want to, you know, you want to fix it. You mm-hmm. know, you make you want to make it all, or you want to organize it, make it all better. Um, Darn us, Aquariuses. <laughs> Well, well, we wouldn't have new life on this planet if it wasn't for you guys. So, you know. We have uh, to true. Thank you. We have to thank you yeah. all the time. But, you know, I mean, your, your son is always with you, too. I mean, and, and I'm sure you've spoken to plenty of mediums about this. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're always around. I, I, I am not a medium, but I understand enough about it to know that he's with you. And he'll definitely be with you to help you through that, too. 
mm-hmm. through that process at that time in your life. Um, whatever that is, and whatever is going to come up this year, if if there is a little maybe an unexpected ending, we don't, you know, we're not, we, you know, we're not going to. I mean, a lot of times the the people who pass along in our lives in a five or a nine year, if somebody's transiting in spirit. It is something we weren't thinking of. We we didn't realize it was going to happen. It's not like you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes we know, okay, somebody's mm-hmm. up there in age and it's, that's possible or it could happen at any time and you just kind of anticipate this this is true. Uh, but sometimes, you know, the unexpected things will happen in that five and that nine year. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, my son was 19 and healthy as can be and they still, yeah. will, they don't know what happened and never will. I found yeah. him. He was up in a week, and then I found him a couple hours later laying on his bed, and he was gone. So, you know, it it threw me very badly, but, you know, I'm still here, and I'm still compassionate, I I guess even more compassionate than I was. Well, More yes, sympathetic, it, you know. it, yeah, and it would do, yes. Well, uh, any experience like that would would certainly do that. And and you're also not alone in when parents lose a child. It is very common that they split up afterwards because it's just it's, it's too. There's something that they can't come together. That the the parents can't come together anymore. Yeah. Well, this, that was even totally unexpected i mean it's he ended up having an affair with our son's best friend i mean it's she's 23 and he's 43 and they're now married i mean it's just it it, it, everything went for a whirlwind and everything i mean i was destroyed like i didn't want to be here anymore but i made it through yeah Hopefully well, stronger here. than ever. <laughs> and you are stronger than ever, and you're here for a reason, and you have loads of things to continue to invent for us on this journey that you're on. So, But thank you very much. I don't want to keep holding you up. I'm sure you have other callers and things, and so, but thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. And, and keep in touch with me, and, you know, I'm very curious about, what will transpire then as well. We can always take a look at things deeper too. So thank you. Anytime. All right. You have a good night. Good night, Stacey. Thank you. Bye-bye. Real quick, we'll bring on Barb from Florida. Hi, Barb. Hi. How are you, dear? Good, Michael. How are you? Pretty good. Long time no chat. Yeah, I know. A lot of things going on. Been oh, yeah. How can Sharita help you? Up. Hi, Sharita. How are you? I'm good, Barb. How are you? Okay. Hanging in there. Yeah. Um, my my birthday is 52961. Okay. So you're going into the... Going to go into your four-year, finishing up a three-year, what we call the three-year, which is the third year of a current nine-year span of time in your life that for you began in 2010. So you saw in your life uh, those endings in 2009, so a lot of things conclude, finalize, old patterns get out of the way. 
or old, whatever was no longer necessary for you to keep moving forward, you opened up uh, the space for the new seed to be planted in 2010. 2011 brought some pretty emotional stuff to the plate to be dealt with, but that helped you nurture those seeds on the soul's process level. Um, And this year, this past year has really been about you kind of getting back out there a little bit and kind of feeling like, the fog is lifted a little and, and there's more, there's optimism back in your life again and things are growing on some level, expanding, going somewhere. I don't know if you took any opportunities to educate yourself uh, on a different level or relearn something um, or do any kind of just expansion of the mind on any level, but this was a great year in the past year to do so. Um, the year coming up is about getting the root. Now you've got when you're in the first four years of a given nine-year span of time, you, you're in your foundation-laying years, which means every year you get another wall up. So you're about to, you're just about done with your third wall. So you're going to put up your fourth one this year. Or if you're looking at it from, again, from the seed perspective, you take, you know, you planted your seeds, you gave them some water through the emotions. Last year, they spread it up a little bit for you, and this is the year where things get really solid beneath the ground. So you can't see a lot of what happens in the next year, but there's progress and there's invention happening. Um, and, and, and there's this energy and that, that solidifies everything so that a year from now, you can really blossom and shoot and build that house on that foundation that you need to do to really make things go through some permanent changes uh, in 2014. Now, of course, you're a Gemini. So Geminis have had the, they've had a little bit of a wild winter a little bit because, you know, you had Jupiter and oh, yeah. your, Jupiter's in your sun side. Now, Jupiter is Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky Planet. He's cool. But Jupiter was retrograde over the fall into the early, uh, into early, uh, sorry, late January, I guess mid mid winter, I guess at this point. Um, so when Jupiter was retrograde in Gemini, it really created like some woo for the Gemini's. Uh, it was oh, like, yeah. okay, well, I'm supposed to be having my abundance. Where is it? <laughs> and, <laughs> oh yeah, I know so, that. So, but when you're looking at it just from the collective standpoint, when Jupiter is retrograde in your sun sign, if it's your sun sign he's in, that means all your approaches are going through like a expansion fest, meaning whatever, whatever, you know, approach to your life or first impression you take in does not work. It's just going to get blown out. And it's just, especially under the retrograde part of it. So, and it's like if you're getting a little bit too carried away about something or having a little bit too much fun, that energy will will not, also not serve. Um, You have to watch Jupiter. He's he's fun and he's great and he'll tell it to you like it is and he wants you to get down to the root of being honest about whatever it is that's going on. But if you get, if you allow, he's he's a mutable energy and he's fire, meaning he. Just he's all over the place. I mean, he's like a forest fire out of control if you're not careful. So with Jupiter, you have to pick a focus. Because yeah, because the energy, it, it seems like everything's then like all over the place. You're right, and it feels otherwise. You feel like it's all over the place, and it's like you you could be the jack of all trades and master of none, and your energy has no, there's no control over the energy. It's the worst right. thing that Jupiter does is that he makes people feel out of control. And instead mm-hmm. of in control, 
because he's right. a really happy guy. J- Jupiter's not about like throwing you what what uh, Saturn will, because Saturn is Mister Restriction and 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 you know kind of be responsible. Don't don't mess that up, you know, and and just do it this way and be patient and wait and you know. Jupiter's not like that at all. He's total opposite. But if you right. take Jupiter's energy and and you do not have, you still need responsibility when it comes to Jupiter though. You've got to just kind of, you know, so now Jupiter's going forward for you, Gemini's. So, and he's going to be done with you soon because uh, beginning of summer, um, right after summer starts, he goes into cancer. So Mm -hmm. you guys will kind of feel like, okay, it's okay. And then he's going to go into your house of earning power. So he's going to start to bring you some some goodies. Um, Again, don't squander the bank. Um, it's a time when, but it's a time when you're going to feel like there's a little abundance that's going to come into that area of your life. It's going to be a great time to look at what you value, be in gratitude for what you already have, because when you do that exercise, more is apt to show up rather than looking or ever focusing on what, what's not here, what you don't have, focus on what you do have and be thankful for it and see what happens from there. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have a specific question? I know you said these things are topsy turvy, but is there something spe- specific that you're looking to clarify a little bit more? No, oh no. Okay. No, not really, no. Okay. But uh, yeah, I was kind of wondering because with the retro going on and all kinds of weird stuff was happening, and you know, and then from there, and it seems like. The- well, and for Gemini's, of course, that whole Mercury retrograde was about your career in public life. So that was up for grabs of the review, redo, let's reconfigure this. Let's, let's, if this doesn't work, then let's get rid of it. Um, and with the Mars there and, you know, whatever was meant to finalize and conclude and get done, it was meant to go. So if things happened in that perspective, that it, it cleaned that area of your life out a little bit. Um, and, and then now things will, you know, calm down and start to move forward. It's a good time for you right now to be concentrating on new friends and groups and organizations that you're part of. And this new moon coming up on, um, is it Tuesday or Wednesday, the new moon? I don't know why. I can't remember um, what the day, the, the day of the week it is. I know it's the 10th, but... Um, it's a great time for a Gemini to focus on their hopes, dreams, and wishes with this next new moon. So it's a great time to write down some stuff. You know, what is it that you'd like to see in your life? And write it in the tense of, I have. Things that you, you know, have been thinking about for a little while that you've been wanting to move forward with in your hopes, dreams, and your wishes in life. That's where you want to go. Do we still have you? Hello, Barb. Do I have Michael? Yep, you got me, Wendell Blues and Barb. Oh, we lost Barb. Okay. Yeah, she said her phone died. Oh, man. <laughs> well, she, maybe she can listen back. But yeah. I hope she heard me to, to say, listen, uh, focus on her hopes, dreams, and wishes with the next new moon. Because whatever she wants to manifest, she can. Cool. She's got a lot of things she wants to manifest, because I know Barb personally. She's a little Spitfire. Come on. Oh yeah, she. Oh, she's. Oh yeah, she's wonderful. She's got a heart of gold too. I. I know she's at twenty nine like you. She's a nurture bee. She's the nurturer. 
She's always taking care of people. Well, you know, uh, this two hours have flown by as usual. Always, always. So it's time been, is wh- night. Time, t- time spells night in the lovely lexagrams. That's always the way it goes. We see, and they would say when you're having fun. So we're, and we've been having fun too. So <laughs> always having fun. <laughs> oh, we got to help out quite a few people tonight, which is always good. Well, fantastic, and I'm I'm honored and happy to do so. Oh, you are amazing. It's always so much fun having you on here. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Even even with the technical glitches. Hey, I'm so used to – listen, when I did my own radio show, I was running the board and doing everything myself. Nobody did more technical glitches than I. Oh, okay. (laughs) I so understand technical glitches. That's totally cool. (laughs) I can go and reach you for uh, private readings. I am at SharitaStar.com, S-H-A-R-I-T-A-S-T-A-R.com. Um, that's where everything is. Um, the Facebook pages, everything's there. The sign-up for the mailing list, uh, my blog. Uh, I do uh, my Lunaroscope twice a month, and uh, I encourage people to read that. It's a, it's a very... Um, so I'm a big advocate for if you do not understand your emotions, you are not living the life you're supposed to. And the Lunaroscope is written to help you better understand what your emotions are doing uh, with every new and full moon because it's a, it's a big moment when that when that happens in our lives month to month. So it's a fun. It's a very different twist on a on a normal horoscope. So cool. Um, yeah. Well. Thank you, my dear. It's been so much fun, and I look forward to having you on here again very soon. Yes, I think we're seeing you again in May, uh, early of, May. Of course. Yeah, we usually get yeah. you on every month. Yeah, yeah. So I think I have that on my calendar already. So. Okay, and then we have yourself uh, a beautiful evening. You too, my love. And thank you again, as always, and my great attitude of gratitude and uh, to you and your listeners. And um, we'll talk to you again very soon. All righty. You have yourself a great night. You too. Thank you, Michael. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, don't forget, visit Sharita on her website and Facebook and let her know how much you love having her on the show because we love having her on here too. And don't forget, follow us uh, here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. And don't forget, help us out with a donation if you can by visiting our website, BeTheLightSpiritualAndWellnessCenter.com. And until tomorrow night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that you are loved. Because Sharita loves you, Arlene loves you, Ron loves you, Darby loves you, God loves you, and so do I.